Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. Welcome to the Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of Catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we have another amazing guest. At this point, there aren't many productions that I have not talked to, but I found a new one. Uh, there have been a few productions in Mexico. But there was one in 2018 where it was a tour, and she was Jenny Annie Dots. So welcome, Cecilia. Listen, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you, Mike. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm excited. I, like I said, I've, I've had almost every, I mean, there's still a lot of like a few international productions, but I've talked to over 25 different productions that I would say are around the world? official around the world, some regional oh, productions cool. and I'm always fascinated when I can find a new one because I get to learn about what your particular production was about, your show was about, and the nuances of the characters and the development that goes into that. So we will get into your particular production, but I always like to start at your cat's beginning. So when was the first time you saw the show? Hopefully before 2018. Well, uh, I saw it. The first time I saw it is was 2019 i went to new york with my aunt and well i just had money and went to see cats because i've seen it before on the vhs okay so you saw the vhs then you did it and then you didn't you went to see it after you did it no no i i never i never did it never okay so vhs and then you saw it in new york and then well it came before to mexico it came mm-hmm. to Mexico in 1991 or two, something like that. Okay. First time at the yep. Teatro Silvia Pinal. It was a huge production, but then I was really lame. My parents didn't want to take me there, so they went without me. Oh, they, they did? Are so huge. they went without yeah, me? Yeah, okay. yeah. They're huge fans of musical theater and musical in general, so they went to see the, the play and they were like, Super excited about it. And then they bought the VHS, VHS for me because they wanted to, well, they wanted me to see it. And I was super excited. And then the first time I went to New York, I, I went to see it. And I was weirdly thrilled. <laughs> I was so not, <laughs> not like your parents. Your parents loved it. And you were a little skeptical. 
I was like, I, I love the VHS. But then when I saw it, they kind of scared me. And then the show started and, well, it was fun and kind of funny. Yes, I liked it though. And then afterwards, I did it at school. It was school play when I studied acting. And it was fun. I was at Citra, one of the ensemble cats. Okay. So you did this in school. And then how long between doing it in school until doing it on this tour in Mexico? Well, it's still, I guess it was like, oh, 2000, I guess. And then... 18 years later, I went to audition for this show that Gerardo Quiroz was producing. And I really didn't have my hopes up of getting Jenny any dogs because some of my, well, uh, colleagues were auditioning and they were like really famous, not only in, in the theater scene, but also in TV and stuff. So I thought, no, there's no way they're going to give this mm -hmm. to me. But then I was the strongest tap dancer and I'm a, you know, like average singer. and I'm a good dancer in general. So, and I'm, an, I'm a good actress. So that, that would, I, that helped, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, I got the part and I was super excited because I love that part in particular. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I've always loved it. Not only because of the tat, but the kind of cat Jenny any uh, Jenny any dots is is it's fun. Yeah, I guess it's kind of, it's oh, kind it's of like, like my house cat. What a great! It's a, such a great role. I want you to take me take me to your rehearsal process and audition process then, because you obviously know the story, you know the musical, you watched the VHS, you got to do it in in school, but now you're going on you know a, a very official you know, tour through Mexico and that's, you know, being produced, um, with the real useful group and, um, very official. What do you remember about what they're telling you in terms of the story and the art and how you're supposed to portray Jenny Anidats? Well, in the addition, uh, process, they just told me to sing, uh, Buster Jones. Mm -hmm. That was it. Like, okay. So, Bustopher Jones, and I was like, okay, so Bustopher Jones, and that was about it. And then they told me, okay, now that's something. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yes, yes, like a tap thing, whatever you want. And I was like, whatever I want? Okay. <laughs> and that's it. And then they did a choreography for, you know, the whole bunch of people. And I did that too. And I think that was it. They didn't tell me anything about the character at the audition process. Mm -hmm. Nothing at all. But and then when you it was, go, once you got the role and you're doing the once I got the role setting of it, you know, the rehearsals. Yeah, the rehearsals and the you're now figuring out who you're performing with and getting ready to kind of go on tour. What do you remember from that section? Well, it was uh Jaime Rosas, he was the director mm -hmm. and we we started obviously portraying the cats, you know, like, yep. okay, so you have to be on your knees <laughs> and, and you have to be like, okay, I'm going to put a table in here and you all have to jump it. And we're like, what? Really? Yes, yes, yes. You have to jump it. 
oh my God, but I don't jump that high. Okay, just try it however you can. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. And always with my knee pads and everything, cause I, I was afraid I was going to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. And, and then about the character, well, they said, you know, she's like a home cat. She's like really spoiled cat. And that was about it. Wow. So that's all you're giving. You're, you're giving just a little bit and nothing else about, you know, these characters could be like, Mungo, Jerry and Rumpel teaser could be your children or not. You know, like, is there any of that stuff discussed? At not all? at all. None. No, no, no. I just created it. You know, like, okay, I, I'm friends with Monk's trap. Okay. Because probably he's around my house and he gets to the window and then we kind of have a chat. And the other three, you know, Van Ballerina and Demeter and... What's the other name? Well, they're different in a lot of them. So there's, oh, Papa, there's Jelly Lorem. There's... Um... Uh, Jelly Lorem. Okay. Yes. Jelly Lorem. And, well, I, I thought they all came to my window to talk to me, but I would never leave the house, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm spoiled and I'm very <laughs> comfortable in there. So why would I leave? Plus, I'm very lazy. I'm very lazy and I'm kind of a show-off. So I like to show up. And the only thing that keeps me like, I don't know, awake in the days and kind of uh, gives me a job and something to do is to play with all the cockroaches and the mice in the house. Because I guess that my owners are not in the house. Like at all mm-hmm. so that's kind of the story i created for myself but no nobody told me anything about it i i love kind of the freedom that you get with that i just imagine you the the jenny character sitting in the window like looking down on all the other cats coming up and like no nah, i'm good i don't need to come down there i've, I've got my life up here chorus flaws they feed me a lot yeah. and i'm very fat you know, I'm cool here. So if you want to come up and talk to me, that's fine. But I, I will not go down there to yeah. the alley. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I would never. <laughs> I love it. It's, a, it's such a fun, like, I have this visual now. Like, it's almost a Romeo and Juliet of your cat sitting up on, you know, the, um, up on the terrace. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going down there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But Mugstrap still, he's my friend. Mm-hmm. Probably we met when we were little and then they adopted me, like my parents were calling them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. My owners. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I want to hear a little bit about the differences in your production. So, it's the first time I've talked to anybody on the Mexico tour. This was considered tour three by the, the, um, the way that they seem to be marked. Um, Tell me about mm-hmm. like is yeah. I'm assuming it's Jillian Lynn's choreography. It's not the Andy Blakenbuehler 2016 revival, right? You're doing the much more original production. Well, not really. Okay, like the complete choreography was from a Mexican choreographer called Memo Tellez. Okay, so it's a separate choreographer. It kind, yes, it kind of looked like the. But but not like not really, 
it was not exactly the same choreography. So it was different. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, my tap number was uh, choreographed by another choreographer, like that choreographer. Her name is Mariana. And well, we did it like together, me and Mariana, the choreography for Jenny and Idas. That is like fascinating. Like the three of us. I didn't. So I was trying yes. to, there's not a ton published on, on this that I could find. Cause a lot of the stuff that I could find half the comments are someone's trying to translate it <laughs> for English, um, or just in general, <laughs> trying to just understand, you know, what happens. Cause some of the stuff just doesn't get documented very well, um, as it goes. Yes. And so I was trying to look and I saw, you know, a couple things like there is the growl tiger, um, you know, section and some of that is in your production that wasn't in 2016. And so just trying to kind of piece together what version you all got to do and how it differed from maybe some of the other productions people have seen over the years. Yes, it was it was a small production. We had a huge star portraying Grisabella, like mm -hmm. a huge Mexican star. She's called Judy. Mm -hmm. and she's well known around the world. And about the production per se, it was pretty small. And we didn't have the, the pirate cat or the dogs and cats fight. You know, it was like the short version. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't have any, any trash on the aisles of the theater, but we did come in between the people at the beginning of okay. the show. Got to scare everybody yeah, to start all the, the way. Yeah. Yes. 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 All the way. Like, I was on top of everybody. It was fun. I, I, I liked that part actually until one day I didn't like it because one, one guy just grabbed my ass. Really? Wow. I've heard yes. some people like kind of get startled and slap or hit, you know, just like as a reflex, but that's, I've not heard any of that. That's extremely terrible. It, yes. It was very bad. So I lost my cat completely. <laughs> I went to the security guys and they had to take him out of the theater. Yeah. Because it was really scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was not good. I love that part of the show. And it's, you know, it's, it's happening some parts, but COVID, it wasn't happening everywhere. It, I hated it as oh. an audience member because it scared me. I was not prepared for it. But then I'm like, it's such a <laughs> fun kind of like way to kick off the show. And I had heard some stories over the years of people who a kid was startled and accidentally just slapped or hit but i've not heard that and that's such an unfortunate uh way to to start your show how do you regain your composure because you're pretty early your number's really early and so you got the guy kicked out yeah. obviously but then you've got to get back into character and go do the numbers to being a cat yeah yes but yeah i was like really angry really angry yeah. so i was you know like saying tons of stuff like this blah 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 <laughs> motherfucker in between of yeah. all of that and then yes and then afterwards I, I just had to relax and say okay there's I don't know how many people were there it was in Guadalajara mm -hmm. Guadalajara is uh, a city in in Mexico mm -hmm. in the Republic and it's a huge state and the theater there is, it is huge, like 3000 people. So 
I said to myself, okay, Cecilia, you have to calm down and do your show because these people deserve it. They paid for a ticket. So, okay, breathe and just keep going. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. There, there was nothing else I could do. Plus, he was kind of drunk because they were selling alcohol and the, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't excuse it, yeah, but so. it does maybe no, it doesn't. Give, give, a, give the answer of how it happened. Um, yeah, that's a show that I kind of joked the first time I saw it. You, you might need some alcohol or something to kind of make it make sense. Um, <laughs> but to an extent, obviously, um, you gave kind of the, you know, that's a, an unfortunate memory from the, the show. What other like more memorable moments do you have from being on tour? Is there any crazy stories that happen that like completely you'll never forget or any other things that are, um, kind of funny moments that you remember from, from your time doing the show? I have a great memory. It was like the third week running the show. It was here in Mexico City because we were in Mexico City for, I guess, like eight months yeah. be uh, before the tour started. So <laughs> the third week we were here in Mexico and, you know, they throw this uh, shoe on stage mm -hmm. right in the first number and I, I had to pick it up. So... I went to pick it up like always. And then I started running like always. And one of my, of my fellow mates just hit me right on the face. Oh no. He, he was pirouetting and then he hit me with his fist like on my eyebrow. And I mean, he, he was really strong. He was one of the principal. He was a character. Yeah. And he was a strong man. He is a strong man. And he hit me and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to faint. And then I managed to get off stage. But you know, my number was the next number. So there was nothing much to do. Like, I, I mean, I had to be on stage because my um, understudy wasn't there on the theater that day. So... And there wasn't any time. So, well, I had to do my number. I was about to faint. I remember it. It was kind of funny. So I did my number the best way that I could. And afterwards, I, I got out of the stage and there was the, the doctor. <laughs> and she, she saw my face and she was like, hey, oh my God. Just like, what? Is it really bad? Mm, kind of. It's like, how bad is it? Oh my God. I had like a huge lump on my forehead. And then she grabbed my face and pushed this lump all, all the way down. It was like, oh, really, really hurtful. Oh. And then afterwards, I had to put on my makeup again. And well, it was fun and funny. And I had a black eye like for three weeks. Yeah, I, I was thinking, as you said that you got hit, I'm like, well, this is probably one of the few shows where you almost can hide the black eye because you're in full makeup <laughs> in case of, you know, like you have your plot and that you, you probably didn't notice it right away. Whereas most every other show, it's going to be immediately oh, yeah. noticeable. Yes, totally. And I, I thought to myself, oh my God, everyone's going to notice that my eyes like 
this to be closed. Like I cannot open it. And no, you know, the makeup artist did this amazing job and you couldn't even notice that my, that my eyelid was kind of closed, oh. but it was fun. Want to see the picture? Uh, I do, yeah. But if you have one, not only do I want to see it, but I want to have you send it, and we can post it with this episode when it comes out. Oh, uh, of we can course, it. it is so much fun. I'm gonna send it to you. But yeah, it was fun. And well, I have tons of memories from cats. You know, very good friends. We had, we had, we really had a lot of fun. I remember another time we were doing the Jenny and Dots choreography. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, you know, this new production that Jenny and Idats goes rolling on top of the, uh, of the big bolts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we did that. Okay. And yes. And they didn't place the bolts correctly. So as I was like, you know, diving into them and the dancers were carrying me, one of the bolts just completely separated and it was flown away and then my feet uh come hit the floor and one of my taps hit my other foot sounds like a lot of, good. a lot of injuries for you in this show yes i had a lot of injuries but stupid injuries it was like really how did i get hurt like that so my foot was like really swollen and <laughs> Even though I, I could walk, it was nothing. Like it, it was just like the bump, and that that was it. But I had to continue playing the character, and well, that was it. And what else? What else could I remember? Well, when we were portraying the characters, you know, all the play and everything on on Yucatan. Yucatan is this place in Mexico City. It's place on the south, mm-hmm. and. Jesus Christ, it is so And there was no air conditioning, no nothing. And you're so crawling around, we were like dancing for two and a half hours. Yeah. Melting, melting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I usually don't sweat, but in in that particular place, it was like, oh my God. And we went off stage and our suits were like, completely completely wet like dripping and <laughs> and we were like oh my god what are we gonna do something a fan something no there was nothing there and well we have to keep on going and do the show yeah show must go on whether whether you get yeah, hit in the face whether you get kicked whether you're in in a <laughs> In the desert, it doesn't matter. You're you're still gonna <laughs> crawl around the t- uh, over the table and around the uh, around everybody, and it's still still gonna happen. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back for more of the wrong cat died. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I want to ask a little bit because your show was translated, right? So it was in Spanish. Yes. How was that for you having seen the VHS so much in English? Obviously, it's your native language, but you get the ability to, to see it. Like, the, how is it learning kind of the music and the songs that you had heard and knew now hearing in a different language and having to sing it and perform it in a different language? It's always complicated. Yeah. In every show I played here in Mexico, whenever I, I, I listen to the translation and the adaptation, it's like, what? It doesn't say that in English, yeah. you know. The names for Jenny and Idots in Spanish is Bombonachona. I'm happy to say that. Say that again. Bombonachona is kind of, if, if I had to translate it, it would be like a mix between marshmallow and good cat. Mar- so good cat marshmallow. Okay. That, I mean, that, that fits the description. Like, she's yes, the, totally, yeah. yes. I like a marshmallow good cat. Cute cat, yeah. Marshmallow, so that's man. the name for her. Good cat, wow. <laughs> I, well, I really enjoy that. What other what other names kind of have, kinda, are there any other funny ones? Like, it's already such crazy names to begin with in the show. Like, Mr. Mistopheles and Rum Tum Tugger and all these other bizarre things that were, that are there. But now you're translating it and you've got marshmallow, good cat, and some other, like, what are the other ones? Like, Rum Tum Tiger is punk rock terco. And what is, how does that translate? Punk, like, like that, that, that would be punk, like a punk. Okay. Rock, as in rock. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, rocking it. And terco, tavern. So, so his name is just stubborn punk rocker. Like instead of naming, yes. they're just they're just describing the cats with the as a name. <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> let me let me think about another one. Uh, Bombalurina is Bombalurina. Demeter is Demeter. Uh, what else? What else do we have? Goss is Goss. Uh, ah, uh, Bustopher Jones is Bustopher's. Come on now. Gordo Cles Cruz. So Gordo's fat, right? Chunky. Uh, yeah. Gordo Cles Cruz. That would be like saying chunk, chunky Cles. Chunky Cles. Cruz is like cross. So like a regular last name here in Mexico. So okay. Gordo Cles Cruz. <laughs> and he's a mariachi cat. Uh, okay. Well, uh, that fits. I actually like that a lot. That's- yeah. That kind of makes him a little bit more lovable. He's pretty universally hated by most people in the U.S. Like he's he's been the, he's the number one answer for at least like cat most of the time. So I like a really? mariachi. Yeah, I like the mariachi version better. Yeah, he's a mariachi, so he enters on stage and he's like mariachi singing and 
Then I begin singing, like, Gordo que les cruz, moviendo el cabuz. And it's, well, like that. I just, I just, <laughs> the fact, the fact that the song starts with, with essentially Chunky Cruz, it's, it's, I, <laughs> the translation's so great. I, I love that those tweaks are made. Um, are there any other, Grisabella <laughs> different? Is any of the ensemble? No, Grisabella is the same. Grisabella. Okay. Ensemble names are, uh, like pounceable, et cetera, syllabub. Pounceable, syllabub. Mr. Mistopheles? Uh, uh, él es Mr. Mistopheles. Okay. Y tenemos también a, uh, 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 the railway cat is... Skimbleshanks. How is it in English? Skimbleshanks. I know, yes. Here it is. Hey, how was the name? Ah, Mi Ringo. Mi Ringo, that, that's the name. What does that translate to? Mi Ringo. I don't know. It's like a cat name. I, okay. I don't know. It's like saying whatever cat name. Mi Ringo, just like that. Yeah, Mi Ringo, El Gato Express. Then we have like the the brother and sister. Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Uh, uh, Pinguriento y rompe trizas. Pinguriento, that would be like uh, a cat that behaves badly. Okay. Like he does a lot of. Like a brat. Yeah, that's okay. And, that fits. Yeah. And rompetrizas. Kind of it weird. sounds kind of similar. So it's, like, it's kind of stuck with it a little bit. Like something that breaks, like somebody that breaks stuff. Rompetrizas. That's, I, it, this, is, <laughs> this is why I love talking to different productions, because this might be my favorite part of learning about your your production is the is the different names that got changed to just describe yeah. the cats and then change the songs with it. Like that's such a fun piece of history that does not exist in I would assume in most other shows. Oh, we have Gatu Salem. And what's that? Gatu Salem. That would be all the all the Deuteronomy. That would be Gatu Salem. And that's like Matthew Salem, you know, Matthew Salem. <laughs> Character. And then Gatos yeah. is cat, so you're <laughs> Gato is cat, so That's... yeah. So <laughs> that would be Gato Salim. That yeah. is so fun. That is I, I love I just love that that's happening. I'm just thinking like all these other shows that are gonna come on tour and you can't do that. Like you can't have Hamilton and change the name of Hamilton, you know, like in the of an actual no, person. No, no. But you, you cannot... could but you can call marshmallow good cat and chunky cruise and <laughs> yeah, you can make these changes and nobody's gonna know the difference in cats because nobody understands the names to begin with yes that's right that's right yeah yeah we did a cross line here in mexico and the names were the same you know i was valerie clark so mm -hmm. valerie clark it's yeah yeah it's phantom well, and Val christine clark, and maybe, but that's it. there's all you know those shows yeah, are christine. they're not changing but cats Free for all. You can completely do that. I, that is, I, I love that. <laughs> that is so fun. But you know, it's like really well known here in Mexico, like the names of the cats, because they have seen the productions throughout the years since the uh, first production in 1991, 92. So people actually know the songs and they sing like, 
Bombona chona como ven, de día y noches al revés. So, I'm, okay. I'm listening. I'm, we, when I put out this episode, and I usually would say Jenny Any Dots on the tour, I'm not, I'm changing it. I'm changing it to, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. I, <laughs> I, how do I, I don't, I'm not even sure I spelled it right. That like, would be Bombo, Bombo, like B O B, B O M B O. Okay. Bombo. Bombo. And then Nachona, like Nacho, you know, Nacho. Yeah. Like that. Bumbo Nachona. Nachona. Yes, Bumbo And is that two words? One word? No, that's that's one word. One word. Bumbo That's it. Yeah. Bumbo Nachona. No, not hyphen or anything. Just Bumbo a Nachona. complete word, like name. I I mean that's how Bumbo we're Nachona. that's how we're gonna list. You're, you are Bumbo Bumbo Nachona <laughs> in the 2018 Mexico <laughs> production <laughs> of Cats. Is, that is how I'm <laughs> you can put in between parentheses. Yeah, I might have Jenny to, any or, or nobody's going <laughs> to yeah. know. But I, I, I love it. Um, that is, it's such a fun. Again, it's it's what makes this show so unique. Is is that there's those little nuances, those little tweaks. You can make those changes. You can have another choreographer that can stay true to some of the beginning, and it can go for forty years and go all over the world, be international. It can run in different languages because. It doesn't make sense to begin with that you can have a little bit of this fun <laughs> to really kind of to kind of tweak those things and still visually put on a stunning show. And to to the point you said in the beginning, kind of when we were talking about what you were told, you were told very little about how you play Bomba Nachona. But <laughs> you were able to kind of add to it, add, you know, pick your different pieces and relationships and kind of build on it as you go. And that still will be authentic and true to the story because the core of the story is about tribe and community and a family and this redemption arc. And you can, you can make those adjustments, which is, I think what makes it really cool. And why I love talking to people who have done it all over the world is because there's a different little tweak every different place you go. Yes, totally. Totally. Okay. I want to do fine. some rapid fire here uh, so we can get to the most important question of this podcast. Before we get there, um, okay. if you could go on for any cat for one night, whether it's you know in your vocal range, whether you can dance it, you can sing it, just if you could go play one cat one night, who would you want to go on as? Mungus Trap. Mungus Trap. Love it. Um, who are your favorite yes. and least favorite characters from the show? Like, which cat would you be really good friends with and which cat would you hate? Think about it. I love Rumpton Tugger. Bonkrofterico. Yeah. Yes, I love him. And I hate, no, I hate. Maybe, no, not really. I don't know. Who do I hate? It's tough because the, the number one answer is, is now a fun mariachi cat. That's the, that's usually everyone's no, good to choice. I like him. Yeah, how can you not? Yeah, I love him. Oh, thank you. Jelly Lauren, maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, what's your yeah. favorite song from the show? Mouth. Obviously. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> I Bonbonachona. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, okay, I always like a I always ask one fun one. And now that we've spent time learning names of the ones that were changed, if you were going to change one of the cat's names 
into Spanish that wasn't changed. So Grizabella, Mr. Mistopheles, like, you know, some of these ones that are, are exactly the same in English, but would describe them in Spanish. Who would you change and what would you change their name to, to just make them, you know, good marshmallow cat or, or, uh, or Gordito <laughs> Cruz or, you know, like whatever that, that version is like <laughs> Chunky Cruz, like how, what is the, what would be one you would change? I think Manca Strap because it, it doesn't make any sense to me, but he actually looks like the cat I had growing up, you know, had this black cat and he was powerful and kind of sexy and very strong. And so I would name him Fuston. Is that, was it your cat's name or is that? Yeah, Fuston. Okay. okay. Yeah, know. that was my cat's name and I loved him and he just looked like Mugstrat. Yeah. So Fuston. Okay. Fuston would be a great thing. Okay. I guess. Most important question. So I've argued at length that I don't think Grizabella should be the Jellicle choice. And I would like to hear from you if you want to defend Grizabella or if you are going to make your own different Jellicle choice. No, not that fan Grizabella. I mean, why would I? It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, she's mean to everybody. She She's an outsider. She went away like a million years ago. None of the young cats know her. And I mean, she's kind of a whore. She has done nothing good. And then suddenly she needs redemption. Why? So I would go definitely for Gus. I love it. Uh, I, I, I love how how anti Grizabelle you are. I, I very rarely find somebody that is passionately going against her as me, but I, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, you have Gus and he he reads, uh, you know, books to children, to kids, to young kittens. And he's a, a well-known theater actor and he has done great things and he's very kind. He's really old. He's not having a great time. I think he has Parkinson. So, you know, he's always trembling. So mm -hmm. I guess he has Parkinson. So, he I mean, he it. deserves it. He needs yes. it. He deserves it. He's the number two answer for, well, number one answer that's not Grizabella uh, in my 150 plus episodes of doing this show. Yeah, it's a number two. He's the Grizabella's still number one, and then he's number two. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. But why? I I think we get a lot of traditionalists. As much as I'm trying to slowly change everyone's mind, I do think there's Grizabella has the most votes because there's a lot of people that that is the, that's the show, like that's how it was written. And so I think there's some people that just like the traditionalists and the redemption arc. There's the the idea that she's returning and she needs it. But I'm with you. I think she is mean and deserves to, if you're going to accept her back, she should stay with the family for one more year. Yes. And let Gus. Go. Yes. She should change here. Yeah. Like on earth, not change there. So that's really easy. Like, okay, I'm going to die. And then I'm a saint. Why? You should change on earth. I'm what with a you. good message. I'm completely with you. This is my exact argument. So uh, we are a hundred percent aligned. Um, I, this has been so much fun. I enjoy learning about the production, hearing the stories. I'm glad that you're not doing the show anymore because it sounds like it was dangerous for your health. 
as you did it uh, over time. <laughs> but I am fascinated by Boba and Natrona. And let's see if I, I'm going to butcher all the rest of them. I, I, I tried to write a couple of them more <laughs> down. I, I have the translations, the stubborn punk rocker and the chunky cruise and Mary and uh skimble shanks and i that, that is my honestly the, my favorite part is learning that mi ringo yes mi ringo you can write that like mi ringo that's easy yeah mi ringo yeah. and then i old deuteronomy's is gatos Molo. i'm not getting the other the second half of that gatusalem 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 uh, how many of them can you can you sing a couple of them in there where it comes into their name into the song Yes. Bombona chona como ves, de día y noche al revés. Su piel parece mezcla de un gato, un gato usual y un montes. Eso es. That would be. That's that's the uh, Jenny, Jenny and the Dots. Okay. And then Buster Jones is Gordo Cles Cruz moviendo el cabuz. Camina con garbo y con ley. Él va donde va. Uy, uy, uy. Pues de Garibaldi es el rey. I love it. It's so fun. And then, what we... Uh, es mi ringo, el gato express. El gato del tren express. I, so, it's, you're have, singing the cat train? Is yes. that the translation? I love that so far. Yes. <laughs> I need to find a bootleg of this, there we have, this production so badly. I'm going to send to you my, the well, the number, like, yeah, Jenny, I, any dots? I, I, wait by me, yes. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh, what about, so you have fun. Well, give me one more. Give me the, um, give me Tuggers from Tom Tugger. El punk rock terco es un gato genial. Si tú dices sardina, yo digo champagne. Y luego dice, Él hará lo que le pasca. Y si no te parece, te aguantas. Te aguantas. Eso también, that would be punk rock perco. And then we have, Pingurriento y rompe trizas. Somos pareja de gatos sin par. Nos ves por ahí haciendo acrobacias. Oh, I, I honestly, I could have you keep doing this for hours. Uh, this is so, it's so fun because it's, again, it's such a minor, it's such a minor tweak. And it's so great that to put it into the, you know, the native language of the area, which they do, I know, um, in Germany and they do it in a couple other countries. And then obviously there's the versions that travel around in English too. Um, but I think it's fun mm. to have those tweaks and those slight changes because it just it, it adds a layer to um, to anyone that's sh that's seen the show. Like I, I think about someone who has seen the VHS or saw it on Broadway or saw the English version and then can kind of laugh a little bit at the <laughs> the like the the fun of like I I love it that it's not Skimble Shanks the railway cat. It's it's you know, Skimble Shanks is on the on the cat train and you know like just just these minor things that. That are are fun, but it's still the same melody and the same music, and um, and it it just adds a, yeah. a layer to the history of a show that's been on for forty plus years. Yes, totally. Well, this has been 
so fun. How can people um, stay up with uh, with you and keep up with you and what you're working on and social media and everything? Okay, my social media is Cecilia Arias twenty eight. That will be C E C I L I A A R I A S twenty eight. All right, and we will tag uh, that too. That's Instagram and everything else. That's Instagram. Great. Yes. Well, that's the same for X and yeah, everything else. Awesome. And I'm now on Tuck Talk. Okay. That is a comedy about obsessive trans, obsessive compulsive behavior. All right. We will, if you share that too, we will, yeah, we will, we'll link everything too so we can share everything that you're working on. Yeah. It is not a a musical, it's a play and it's a a French play actually. And it has, it has been playing here in Mexico for like around 10 years. Wow. It's like a huge success. I, I, my cat is right here. Olivia. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm playing this character that is so much fun. It has this compulsion about cleaning stuff and, you know, this fear of, uh, getting illnesses mm-hmm. like COVID mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So she's really scared and she's always cleaning. She's always scared. And she, uh, they are, they're all in this uh, doctor's office on this therapist office. Oh, Olivia. And then <laughs> she's messing with me. Yeah. And well, that's it. Tuck, tuck. It's playing in Mexico city. So you should go and watch it if you're here in Mexico. Yeah, we will link it. So if you are around and, and close and can go check it out, um, please do. And we'll put the link to how to get tickets and learn more. Um, thank you again. This has been yes. so fun to have you on and to learn more about the show. It's uh, every time I learn something new. And and this is a, a very good example of that, learning all the fun nuances <laughs> of the, the version that you got to perform. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been an honor and so much fun. I loved it. Awesome. Thank you. And thanks, everyone else, for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of Catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of those podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads at The Wrong Cat Died, or check our website, thewrongcatdied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.